Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. That's 800-882-2093. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Those stalwarts are still here. Hour three of Radio Law Talk. Those of you listening, you are the stalwarts. You are our pure fans. We really appreciate you. This is hour three on the 8th of May, 2021. Cal Hunter, our producers, producing this show. We have our call screener, Donna Hunter. Thank you. And we have uh, Denise Dirks and myself. I'm Frederick Penny, the host of Radio Law Talk with my co-host, Denise Dirks. We are going over so many interesting things today. We are going to talk about um, uh, basically... Uh, Snapchat. There's some issues about Snapchat, a lawsuit that are really interesting we're going to talk about this hour. We're also going to have a case or no case. We're also going to have what's called our quick takes. And that's our final little segment or saying about what we learned about out of all three hours, the most important tidbit for you to listen and and, and to remember. And that's the, that's the most important thing. Remember, seek local counsel. Talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. If you want to sleep at night, go to radiolawtalk.com and click on the waivers or what do you call disclaimers. it? Disclaimers. Same thing, the waivers, disclaimers. And have someone read it to you. you know? And uh, actually, we should probably, we could probably make a lot of money, Cal, Denise, if we could put that on like a little uh, get a disc. sleep app, oh yeah, an app, and then we could just play our disclaimers and over and over. And we could win an Emmy for best audiobook. That's a good idea. And you just read it reads our disclaimers yeah. over, over and, and over again. Don't forget, oh, <laughs> you just see people sleeping. Oh, that would be wonderful. We're well, we got to be careful. We can't let there be any sound of rain or water or anything because then everybody would have to wake up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> or what we've got to be careful, we have to have disclaimers on our disclaimers. Don't listen to this while driving. Or this may cause you to have a desire to go to the little boy's room. Do not listen if you just drank something. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you can call in. And thanks for uh, joining us. We really appreciate it. But why we're here by the third hour, the most important thing we want to listen to, Cal, mm. is the case or oh. no oh. case. All right, here we rolling. go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. A.C. Delco Auto Parts, the General Motors parts distributor arm, has a transmission filter 
on the box on the outside, it says, Made in the USA. On the inside of the filter is pressed into the metal, Made in China. The Federal Trade Commission has strict rules by which either claim can be made. The uh, auto parts dealer said they bought an automatic transmission fluid filter, and a judge, Richard Stein, saw that and said, I want the American-made filter. Give me the more expensive one. I want a U.S.-made filter. Then he saw the filter made in China on the inside. The mechanic said, Judge, I don't know what to tell you. I got the AC Delco. It's got to be made in the USA. And the judge said, hmm, that doesn't work for me. And the guy at Red's transmission in, uh, said, uh, I'm not happy about this. And by the way, the client happened to be a district court judge. He was not happy about it either. And so he immediately started making some telephone calls and asked a lot of people buy these filters thinking they're buying American-made products. Is this a case or no case? And, Fred, you get to go first on this one. Yeah, two things. Number one, judges don't bring lawsuits very often. Yeah. So that's right there through, throws me off to say it's a scenario but not a case because I just – judges are very careful about being plaintiffs in cases. And I that's the scary thing about me. But then you got the other issue of – uh, you've got uh, it, it was the part or the steel pieces that are inside may have been made in China, but it was probably put together in the United States and or some parts were from all different different areas of the country. So to say like a Ford or a Chevy is made in the USA, it is. But a lot of the parts that they use are put together and are from outside the United States. So the answer is this is a probably a true scenario or not. I don't have to say whether it's a true scenario or not. It's clearly not a case because a district court judge is not going to bring a lawsuit uh, just because they don't want that publicity. So I say it's not a case, probably a scenario, or even if it's not a scenario, it's clearly that there are issues with this uh, putting things together, calling it made in the USA. And uh, and by the way, if you if you, did you know this? If you have to, if you want to call it and put the label "Made in the USA," you have to pay for that label. You can't just no say. No kidding. Yeah, you look it up. There are there's like uh, there's a, a licensing a fee? licensing fee of some sort to say "Made in the USA." And I know there is an all or virtually all requirement. The question is, what does that really mean? So, right. Denise, what do you think? Uh, well, that was my question. What does what does "Made" mean? I mean, clearly, if it said "Assembled in the USA," it would not be deceptive. Right, and it could have different pieces and parts, and from different pieces and parts all over the world. But if it's truly says made in the USA, and they have to pay for the licensing to state that, well, there seems to be some kind of a quality assurance that it is made in the USA. So the the issue is, what's the definition of made? Right? Is it assembled, or is it actually you know every piece and part made? Um, I think this is. <laughs> I have to agree with you, and I don't want to. Come on, let's do it I want to just go opposite, but then I'm so close. You're like, I'm only one ahead of you. So it's almost better for me to lose with you than for me to lose against you. <laughs> do you right? know what I like about this? I like watching your minds work. I like let's listening to you logically sift through all of the Let's make it exciting, Denise. You. Go opposite of me. No, she's already, she's already okay. stated. I, I, I'm, I have to say that it's not a case either. It may be a scenario, but I don't even think it's a scenario. Yeah, I think he counted. I think this one is made thing up. to remember: 
What? I always reserve the right to change the names of people to protect the innocent and possible filers. Oh, and their the, occupations, too? And their occupations as well. So this is a case. Oh, <laughs> it's a case. Cow wins. Oh, it's a case. Yeah. Was it a really a district court judge? No, it was just really a case filed in district court by the Federal Trade Commission. Because oh. it was it was reported to them as having an inaccurate representation. So anyway, I, and what, what happened? happened? <laughs> it happened in Ohio. And let's see. Uh, even if the uh, made in USA claim still fails the all or virtually all standard and is unlawful, deceptive or misleading, the FTC says they said to qualify for the label. All significant parts and processing that goes into the product are of U.S. origin i.e. where there is only de minimis, I don't know what that is, small amount, or, or small negligible amount. amount of foreign content. The suit filed in Northern District of Ohio seeks to find redress for the plaintiffs and to stop GM's wow. unfair, deceptive, and unlawful acts. So no result yet. No result yet. yet wow. So we'll they're saying the filter is uh, not made in the USA. That's interesting. Right. And the question is, if it, is it just a de minimis piece? Or yes. is it something that's a substantial piece, more than de minimis, I should say, right. uh, yeah. and it has to be disclosed. For so a little you, tiny oil filter. So you got filter. no points this whole day, Denise. Well, why don't you just rub it in? <laughs> and I got here, at least, here you're going, I at least got two. And you've been gone at least two uh -huh. weeks in the last I month. Know. And I had all this opportunity. And uh -huh. last show, I was by myself. <laughs> I know, you would today. think like I'd be like so. I know, way yeah. ahead. No, no, that's it. So thank Cal, that was a good case or no case. Yeah. Thank you. That one, I mean, some of them you do, they're okay. Some are good. There's never bad ones. There's okay, good, and excellent. I'm going to say that's a really good one. Thank I liked you. it too. I had three good ones today. But yeah. now you <laughs> add me. another little level for us to try to understand. Is he making up the names or their occupations? Yeah. Now we have to think about that. Well, <laughs> Thank you, Denise. <laughs> listen, if you have teenagers, you want to listen up next next segment. If you have teenagers, you want to listen up. We're going to talk about a lawsuit against Snapchat. We'll be back after this. Oh. Keep your seatbelts on. That's coming up next right here on Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and always live on RadioLawTalk.com. We'll be right back. Hold on. RadioLawTalk.com. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Wayne Elliott here to tell you about my experience with Strauss Naturals Heart Drops over the past 20 years. Strauss Heart Drops saved me back then and changed my life forever. It's hard to describe how invigorating it is when you support your healthy blood flow everywhere. There is scientific evidence that Heart Drops ingredients help maintain healthy lipid concentration. Cholesterol is in the blood lipid group. This supports blood flow, our body's most important function. I was able to maintain a healthy heart and blood flow. Strauss Heart Drops work, I can assure you. No contraindications with pharma drugs. Strauss Heart Drops are safe, and Strauss guarantees your satisfaction with a hassle-free guarantee so you can't go wrong and certainly have nothing to lose. I've seen folks taking Heart Drops that have greatly improved their lives. 
Available online at StraussNaturals.com. Thank you very much. These products may not be right for you. Always read and follow the label. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Uh-huh. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance, or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-
source of reliability and motherhood uh, for uh, a lot of my children and grandchildren. And my, I have a stepmother that's been in my life, you know, almost my whole life. Right. So she's also a very good mother and... Um, I have go. siblings that we didn't know that, that but I also know children. this: there's no more important job that a person can have as a being a parent, a father or a mother. Most important job right. you'll ever have, right. no matter how much you earn, wherever you, how tall your office building is. If you can be a great mom or dad, you have won the battle. You've won. That's exactly that. Well, so anyway, happy Mother's Day this Sunday. Um, look, we were going to talk about Snapchat. Let me. Those of you who have teenagers. Go look at their app. And I did not know this. So Snapchat's being sued in the ninth. uh, It's being sued in San Francisco, in the Bay Area, uh, for the deaths of three teenagers who uh, got in a car accident in Wisconsin. um, And they crashed into a tree while going 113 miles an hour. And the suit allegations that they were using what's called Snapchat's speed filter. I did not know there's such a thing as a speed filter. And their argument is these kids use this and record going fast so they believe there's incentives for them to get paid somehow through Snapchat or, you know, become viral. Get some kind of benefits. Uh, Yeah, viral or whatever. Mm -hmm. Now, there is, don't forget, there is a uh, a law that uh, discusses basically protects technology companies um, uh, that that basically says it's called the uh, Communications Decency Act. That basically says any company, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, those companies, anything that people post, and this is I'm doing a very brief overview of a huge long you know law, says they can't be sued for what people post for the content. Yeah, the content. Yeah. And but but in this case, Denise. How are they getting around it? What do you remember what they said yeah. to get around that? The yeah, lawyers. the plaintiff said we're this isn't about content from third parties. This is about an app that is on this technology company that people are that the teens are misunderstanding that it, they think that if they use it and they speed, they're going to get some kind of notoriety from Snapchat or from people watching it. So it's not about third party content. It's about an application that this technology company has. Negligence. Out. It's about negligence. With an inducement, yes. an inducement built in. Right, right. right. Yeah. That's what their argument is. And the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco upheld and said, you know what, that immunity upheld the courts and said, uh, the lower court said that immunity is not available to you, Snapchat. This is not about a third party, you know, uh, you know, doing something and you being held liable for this is something that they're arguing. The plaintiffs are arguing you are doing. So those of you who have children who have Snapchats or maybe even adult that's not uh, acts like a child, there is apparently, or at least the allegation is, and I didn't know that, a Snapchat speed filter that records their speed. And they try to, like, apparently kids are going, uh, you know, and, and apparently they're claiming it, uh, the allegations, that it is uh, videos of you going at least 100 miles per hour while using the filter helps, you know, uh Get more notoriety or maybe even payments for, uh, for incentivizes. The that's use. just. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see why people would be upset, especially with the horrible outcome that came out. Right. Yes. Right. Now, right. Snapchat is arguing that um, they warn in this application not to use the filter while driving. 
so that this warning label is sub- somehow going to protect them. And we don't know. It may. We so don't how are know. they going to go 100 on the jet? I mean, what are they thinking the 100-mile-an-hour filter means? Motorcycle, bicycle, downhill, on a skateboard? What I, are I, they? Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, the only way to record your speed would be to be driving up, up you know. Hello, right. Apparently the app, I don't know how it works, but apparently the app, it, it, it records your speed somehow. And then you can put it on, it goes on the app and people see your speed somehow. I don't know. Back, back in the old days, I guess you just had a video camera and showed the speedometer, right? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, but, I but mean, if you have iPhones, a teenager, be careful. iPhones have accelerometers, and they also have satellite tracking, so they can, you can gauge right. your speed. Right. In fact, out of that technology has come a cool thing that I wish I had for my old truck: a satellite GPS speedometer. You know, so that it it tells the actual speed based on the GPS thing. It's really cool, and wow. I, that's probably how this happens as well. Well, and the freeway is usually with you. The way you drive, you're probably what showing forty five all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> so look, that's his speed and not yeah. his age. Yeah. Denise and I talked about this during the break, and we talked about California releasing. There's all these these uh, articles coming out about California releasing sixty three thousand violent, you know, the felons back into society. Now, to some degree, that's a little bit true, um, and to some degree, it's not. We were talking about how. Headlines can be deceptive, right, Denise? That's right. So th- this is not, you know, first thing you read headlines like that, and it's not, it's multiple, you know, sources are, are bringing this up. Oh my gosh, they're opening, opening the doors and letting sixty three thousand people out. They're uh, violent offenders, and they're trying to create safer prisons. Right, right, no, that, <laughs> right. Now, what happened? What happened is that they interviewed the head of prisons. And they, look, their statement was stu- – uh, they said it the wrong way. And this is a quote from the, uh, the, the, the head of the prisons, whoever it is. Uh, Dana Simas, State Office of Administrations, said the following. The goal is to increase incentives for the incarcerated population to practice good behavior and follow the rules while serving their time and participate in rehabilitative and educational programs – which leads, which will lead to a safer prisons. Now, what they're doing is they're actually not just letting them all out. The argument is the problem what they're doing is they're giving them their extra time. Like they, if they're good, they can get an extra day, right? Get but rewards. Get of, rewards. Of less time. And so they're giving them these more of these rewards, which is letting them out earlier. So we're going to be back and uh, we'll touch on this briefly. And then we'll get into Michael Jackson's latest lawsuits. There's more with Michael Jackson State. Well, we'll be back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. 
Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds. When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at Penny & Associates. On the web at OA.org. You're listening to Radiolawtalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So we're talking about those people being released early uh, in California. They're claiming that uh, approximately approximately 10,000 of those inmates were convicted of serious nonviolent offenses and 20,000 are serving life sentences that are going to be getting out soon. But the whole argument is, is and the people who are fighting it, uh, and, and believe me, there are probably going to be some lawsuits coming up. Are they're arguing that the the prison system is too loose with good time credits and mis but and misconduct apparently doesn't really get. Uh, I'm going to say the word uh, applied, and where you know they don't get them later on. Those they don't get extra time uh, served uh, like the extra day for doing good good behavior. They'll just. If they have bad behavior, they decide oh, later on they give it back to them. You know what I'm saying? So that's the kind of the argument. I mean, this is this is basically the big argument is don't think oh, 63,000 are coming out tomorrow, but that's what they're arguing that was happening, which is interesting. I have a friend of mine who served on the board of prison terms. In fact, he was the head of the board of prison terms after he was uh, turned out of office for state senator. He's back as a state senator now. Right. And he said to me, he said, I've reviewed all of those cases. He said, if you were telling the truth. There's no such thing as good behavior in prison. Everybody in there is bad guys. That's why they're there. Right. But he said the second thing is they're not going to do this all at once. Sure, people panic, right. but he said it's going to be a problem. It'll be a cumulative effect, right. and it still needs to be fought if you're against it. Right. But he said it's it's going to just – next thing you know, you'll have 73,000 more hardcore criminals back on the streets. 63. Plus the 10. But plus here's the, the ten. point. 63 yeah. plus the 10. Right, yeah. but this is what I'm saying, Cal. Mm-hmm. And earlier on we did a – uh, we just did a case on the Arcan- no, on Arkansas, the the Florida. Is it Florida? The girl and the mom that yeah. were, right. that that she got in as a uh, as Arkansas. the, the Ar- I don't remember where it was the prom the, queen, the cheerleaders, uh, the, cheerleader. the uh, queen, the, the yeah, prom the queen. queen. Right, right, and they're right. going to say seven, possibly seventeen years in prison. 
Come on, man. I mean, with this, we're all messed up. If we're putting a a seventeen year old that that definitely cheated a little bit on get becoming prom queen and got her mom's help, you're going to really put her in for seventeen? No, they're going to you put slap her. her? In. They, you know what they did? They did expel her, and that's in the days when I grew up. That's what they did. You get expelled. Yeah. There you so, go. So this program, the incentives, a good time incentives program, it, what it does, I think, I'm going to argue the other side is we it like allows that. it allows for these. Um, um, incarcerated people to not felons, but they probably are felons just because are, of how all long they're All of them are felons. There. No misdemeanors are going into state prisons okay. in California. They're all felons. Okay, now. so with with regard to them being felons, they're allowing them to get some education or to go into maybe some drug rehabilitation or something to try to better themselves. And if they are in those um, those programs, then they're going to get the good time credits right. and that so they have to work for those good time credits and this is part of what they the state is believing it to be is rehabilitation well and only that denise go ahead. trying to keep yeah. them from reoffending right re-offending, and yeah. you know what denise and this is this is nothing new this the court system of the, the, the prison systems have been doing this for years absolutely i mean ever since i remember in the 60s 70s it's they've always done this but oh i guess the argument is cal they're just arguing they're being more lax on it is the issue not correct not that i don't think cal has any issue with or problem with you know good time serve. i want can, people to be rehabilitated right, and be productive right. in society what i don't want is guys who don't say cheat it. i can do that again cuz i didn't i stood yeah. that time standing on my head yeah that's exactly right don't it cheat be it. punishment you, but you I really think it's working because yesterday, this is a true story. I was in a Lowe's department, uh, I mean, a uh, uh, Home Depot getting a, a key made. And so I, I, we had to get it for the front door of our building. So I'm in there getting that made, and I talked to a, a guy, and I said, So did you come by this trade by apprenticeship or in prison? He said, Well, in prison, actually. And he said, The machine we have in prison is much better than this one. I said, Seriously? He said, Yes, I learned how to be a locksmith in prison, and that's how Good I got the him. job here. Good and I said, him. Congratulations. Good job, man. He said, Listen, I went to prison. That was my fault. Trying to stay out, that will also be on me. I admired him for that. Yeah, there's great yeah. people that are coming out of prison that yeah. have yeah. really they've made mistakes and they come out and 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 that's what that's what this that's what it's about. there for. That's what it's there they for. Should, should come out and say, I don't ever want to go back there again. That's what it's we want. Exactly right? Right. We want that, and we want them to come out with a trade. Yes. Hello, I think that's if really important. If it's All possible. I gotta say is I'm not even saying that this. All I gotta say is I watched a, a guy on Instagram and TikTok. I follow. He's a farmer. And um, he actually showed, I think it's 60 or 70 acres of asparagus. He has a farm in Arizona and in Southern California. And he said, see that 70 acres? It's going waste because we can't find people to pick the asparagus. Oh, boy. And it's 70 acres. And they're actually having people come and pick it and give it to charities and stuff like that. But he said, and he, I don't know, some amount like, I've lost a hundred thousand dollars on that. That's an so, expensive yeah. crop. So there you think. go. There's yes. some coming out of prison. You don't have a job. Go pick asparagus. Why not? Yes. Why not? Uh, well, that's that's also the reason why we have those um, legal immigration programs. Not immigration, but legal foreign worker programs. Worker. You know what he says is, he pays? Going? Yeah. yeah I, I think he's paying like sixteen bucks yeah, an hour say 15, plus 16. benefits. Yeah. Mm. And apparently, you know what's interesting too? Um, we're off topic here, Denise. But I, wanna, I don't but, think we are. But, at all. but you know what he did? <laughs> he showed a post of someone saying, "You are exploiting people and and minorities, and this we're not getting political for this low wage." And then he was smart. He goes, "They're making fifty cents an hour in Mexico," and he started listing yeah, he started all the countries. Where they do uh, all, all the other, he goes, he goes, 
We buy a lot of our stuff from Mexico. Now if we're not going to pick mine, we're going to go get it out of Mexico, right? And he says they're getting 50 cents an hour. So who's exploiting who? And exactly. It was interesting to hear that farmer, um, and we're off topic, but that's, that's very interesting to hear that. So when we talk about, look, you know, these people coming out of uh, prison, they're looking for jobs. There's plenty of work to do out there. We've got the work. Right now, at a high rate. Yes. At a high rate. Yes. Mm-hmm. And people are going to argue, oh, that's that. But, but you know what? 16 bucks an hour is better than 50 cents in another country, right? So, and I don't it's, know. And it's. If, or if better than seven twenty-five, which is the federal. Right. right. And if everybody's right. saying a livable wage is fifteen dollars, which is absurd, where they came up with that, I, I don't know. But if that's a livable wage, that's a buck more than the livable wage. Right. So you're, you're well, right. a bit ahead. And now the problem is, we are disincentivizing work with excessive unemployment compensation. And yeah. one state in the United States, Wyoming, said, "You know what? We have so many jobs going untaken." Right. We are going to discontinue our state unemployment program because oh, wow. there's no reason to have it. Didn't hear that. Huh? So that was an interesting approach to that. Yeah, but, I know there's a lot of problems and issues right now in this country with with businesses trying to hire people because they just said, you know, I'm not. Why would I go work at a McDonald's? The ones the fast foods are having, or they're getting hit hard. Mechanic that, shops are yes. the worst yes. right now. Yeah. And, oh my yes. gosh, you can't find anybody. Yeah. And not only so that, I, uh, seriously, I know of a Subway. That is closed at 6 p.m. at night now. Used to be open till like 9 or 10 because they can't find employees to work wow. at the subway. So now they're closing at 6. Mm-hmm. You know crazy. what else we have a shortage of? What? Legal, legal, legal workers. Oh, that's true. We do. Mm-hmm. Like Not lawyers. Paralegals, you mean? Paralegals, like more than anything. S- s- more paralegals and s- staff than, yeah. than lawyers. Yes. Yeah. Clerical, so, you mean? Clerical. Well, right. paralegals are a little bit above just clerical. Right. Oh, but I mean, when you say other staff, you mean you're talking about the legal, legal secretaries and yeah. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Lawyers are a dime a dozen. Okay, we're gonna. I know we don't have a lot of time here, but we're <laughs> no, gonna get no. us started. Not really. No, I'm that's just, not true. I'm just teasing her. I just don't want to get her. <laughs> so we got two Michael Jackson stories, and we're gonna get into it deeper into yeah. the next segment. But the first one we were gonna talk about last week, Denise. But tell our listeners. What was so interesting about what's going on that we were going to talk about last week? Then we're going to get into uh, a lawsuit that uh, the IRS was suing Michael Jackson's estate for next. Go so ahead. do you remember that show, that documentary called Leaving Neverland? Yes. It was two um, now adults, but they were children when they alleged that Michael Jackson had um, – uh, sexually assaulted them. And so later in life, they then brought suits against him, and the last suit was now dismissed. And it's because of the statute of limitations. Yeah, and there's, don't forget, this was an issue where all along they've said he was didn't molest them. The, oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they yeah. Had, well, at least Been one on had TV, testified yeah. in one. court right. um, saying that, and the other one was very adamant that that hadn't happened. But right. when they became adults, they said, yes. It did happen much later, and so, they so the threw last it out. suit um, was dismissed, and that was uh, Wade Robson's suit. And so basically, that was just because update. it's the statute, it's it's been too far. Is that basically what it's about? Well, in this particular, there was a little wrinkle because it involved um, Michael Jackson's company, gotcha. and what he said is that the company itself, the corporations of the entertainer, did not have legal duty to protect Robson from Jackson. So that was really a, kind of an interesting little substance. We're going to talk about Michael Jackson's estate uh, win over the IRS. We're going to discuss that. We're going to talk about the Peloton lawsuit. Well, not lawsuits, but some uh, 
Uh, maybe the lawsuits might be filed, but you, I know you there's mean the going Peloton, to be the Peloton, Peloton thing. Yeah, right. yeah. Wow. We're going to yeah. talk about that, and then uh, really quickly about Kobe Bryant case when we come back. And and guess what, Cal? We're going to talk about uh, quick takes. Yes, those videos of Peloton were sure compelling, weren't they? Yeah. So we'll talk about that and more coming up here on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, 
My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. Boys are weird, not rarely. This is Radio Law Talk. So the most interesting thing is the IRS brought, there was a case of the IRS against Michael Jackson that they tried to come in and tax uh, part of his, what was it, his uh, likeness, Denise, or his... uh, uh, value as his face or, or what he looked like? You know yeah, more about this Yeah, it's the value of his likeness. Um, I mean, at one time, he probably – he was the king of pop. I mean, he – you know, he, his likeness would sell Pepsi, and his likeness, you know, was just – he would get paid, you know, millions and millions of dollars just to make appearances or do Being anything. Being on a school on, lunchbox or yeah, be on, on almost anything, Exactly. Right? Right. And But with all the allegations that happened prior to his death – um, sexual allegations uh, involving children. There were numerous. Um, the family, the estate, Jackson Estate itself, argued that his the value of his likeness has gone way down. Not his music. So you got to kind of put aside the music. But the value of his likeness has gone way down. And they, the estate had initially valued his license at $24. So the IRS wow. apparently taxes these type of famous people's estates on likeness. Based on likeness and based upon uh, what is the value of their likeness will be what percentage they're going to pay to the IRS as taxes. Oh, so if you buy a Michael Jackson pair of socks because it has Michael Jackson, so they have to look at what the likeness helps move. Is that how they judge how, that? How much the likeness will create income huh. or money for What's the, the estate? Value? What's, What's the value? What's the value of, of it? Because then they're going to have a percentage because that value is so much here, then it's going to be a percentage of what the estate earns on the sale of the likeness that's going to be paid as taxes so it's kind of a complex in that way but the interesting thing the estate was at 24 dollars for his likeness and the irs was at 434 million dollars that's what the irs come on how do you figure that out do you you just sit down at the table and negotiate with the tax guys how does that work you take it to court and the judge makes a decision and that's what happened here Hmm. so it actually happened and the judge ruled in favor, well, more in line, we should say, with the estate. And because the estates, while they initially said $24, and they were saying, you know, he had ruined his reputation and his likeness was not used anymore. All of which is true. Yes. Right. Uh, but then they had come up and tried to negotiate with the IRS, and they said, no, we'll agree it's worth $3 million. And then the trial court said, "I we agree more with the estate, and it's just worth a little over $4 million. Now, was this in tax court or in regular superior court, that type of – I don't know. Because don't IRS has their own courts, so therefore yeah. you wonder about that. It's a U.S. tax court, and it was Judge Mark 
homes. That's interesting that yeah. the tax court ruled in favor of the of the plaintiff at that time. That is not what people think would happen if you run the court, you know. Well, I right. think it was ruled in favor of the defense because it would be the estate that was defending themselves against the IRS um, making a claim that it was the likeness was worth so much more. The allegation. Yeah. I think yeah. actually I don't know who was plaintiff. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember. But um, no, it had to be the IRS must have of um brought this suit because that would otherwise it doesn't make sense i'm sure they did but i i'm just i'm just amazed to think that people think oh i know i'll go to tax court that'll be what what could go wrong right i mean you you're in a court that is working for the agency that's suing you to me that is probably a difficult thing to understand and think how it's going to come out well for you yeah yeah, go ahead. I, I, the other thing was that you have to remember that his likeness is really based on the copyright. Right. And over the years, the copyright dwindles in value. So that's the concept here. And then, of course, the estate was arguing also about the reputation and how the value has also dwindled due to the things that occurred before Michael um, Jackson's death. Right. Interesting how that works, and it's, yeah, four point one five million is what they say, which I think you know that might be closer to. But man, when I heard the four hundred thirty-four million dollars, or oh my gosh, I mean, just talk I, about falling on the ground. There's just no way. I, I that was a ridiculous. But you would think that the IRS usually. I mean, if if you get in tax trouble, they send you a letter that has numbers that are so big, you think, what the heck, right? Because they're know. basically trying to get your attention. Maybe this would know. be that same strategy. We're going to really get your attention with uh-huh. this number. Boom. You know, what do you think of that? Now, now let's go to court and figure it out. Yeah, that's, yeah. we all hope we never have to be there, right? That's right. what we don't want to be. I don't know. We're now radio personalities, guys. We might as well start to We're face worth the at least, music. What, you're, I'm worth maybe seven? Ten seven bucks? cents? No, ten bucks. Seven <laughs> to ten bucks. Cal, you're worth at least uh, three bucks. Six fifty. And uh, and I want to go on record as saying I love the hardworking federal employees at the Internal Revenue Service. Yes, yeah, so we just love to make sure them they too. know that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cal, Cal, Cal Hunter one five seven. No, but uh, well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried one bit about our likeness in Radio Law Talk. That's why we're in radio, right? <laughs> what about our voice? Yeah. What about our voice, friend? Our yeah, voice. Yeah, uh, Peloton. Peloton. So did I say it right? Peloton? What's how do you Peloton, say it? Peloton, yeah. Okay, Peloton, Peloton. I just got something for Todd. I have to say it because it is funny. Okay, what did Todd say? He said apparently his likeness qualifies as a tax deduction. <laughs> That's true. That, that is good. true. It's a depreciation. If they put, if they put your lights license on a bag of kitty food and it slows funny. sales. <laughs> that no. is true. That I guess I could ask for that deduction. Yes. So Peloton has got a uh, apparently a treadmill, they're right? What's they're most famous for is their stand their bikes, right? Their standalone bikes. They're the ones that have the the video, and you can watch and pedal with other people, and you can do you know it has classes. Like an instructor, yeah, yeah instructor it, yes. classes. You can bicycle France, or you can do it in a class, or whatever you want that's to do. Freaking yeah. so cool. cool! That is yeah. the coolest thing in the world, yep. and and that's probably the most po- popular. But they do have some. Um, you know, uh, treadmill, treadmill, that's the word treadmill. And so apparently they're recalling some people are getting hurt. Apparently there's 125,000 tread plus models, which is basically, let's see, they've got the, they've got a couple of different models. Um, but they, they're, they're recalling 125,000 tread plus models, which apparently they're having issues of, of allegedly people falling down or kids, especially or pets or whatever that are getting pulled under by the Well, the video they showed, did you see the video of this? Yes. They showed a kid with a a, a rubber ball and then, you know, one kid was on it and another was behind it and the ball bounced down. The kid grabbed the rubber ball 
and then the ball became ensconced underneath the treadmill and pulled the child up underneath oh. the treadmill. And the other child jumped off. They didn't have the safety thing on. Right. The other child jumped on. The treadmill keeps going. So it, and the, and the, and the, talk about a defective product. I'm sorry. Anytime you have a treadmill where that that bottom of that tread as it's spinning is not protected or covered by anything, uh, the, the potential for disaster see, mine, is obvious. See, mine doesn't either, though. But but what you have to do, I guess, is um, what's shocking. You have to put the clip the thing in. There's got to be a way that somehow, if you step off of it, it's it, Turns yeah, off. you have the clip on, and then when you step off, it pulls out the string. And but it, and but it, it doesn't off. matter, though. If you put the, the thing in and the string's not attached to you, it still goes. But right? how does it start with somebody on it? That's, no, that's the real question. You, how, could, you could put the, you click the thing in, the key in, oh, and then it'll, it'll it start. To you. Then you, yeah, if it's not attached to you, you get but off. Don't you think the whole thing would be okay if it had a protective guard on the bottom of it so that the tread was not just like free to pull somebody and suck them down? Yeah, well, it unless, be, yeah. unless it could catch them and maybe they don't do that because it catches them and could, you know, it, there's like a little ledge there and they could go underneath the. That part, I don't know. There's. I just that the one so little difficult. kid that went oh, head first was, into that, scary, yeah. and he got out. Yeah. Thank that goodness. was amazing yeah. that he was able to walk away. You've from You've got to really be careful. Treadmills have them unplugged, and the key is with this is no pun. Take that key and kind of hide it from the kids. Safety key. Yeah, you take the safety key out and put it somewhere where the kids can't reach My it. mom could have sued the ringer washing machine people. My arm got caught in one and yeah. really ripped the heck out of it back when yeah. I was a kid. But Well, better than your thing. head. I know you're trying to stick your uh, head in head there. wouldn't fit. Well, all i got to say is the most important thing we do here is what, Cal? Well, I think one of the key bits that we do is quick takes, and yeah. now it's time for us to have... Our quick takes. Fred, I'd like you to go first. Yeah, let's see. Let's talk about the hot mic. And we talked about the case where the uh, adjuster apparently was saying bad things about the judge and left the mic on. Well, hot mic in court. Remember, when listening in on a court case or as a lawyer in a case, practice saying the following. Guess what? Instead of berating the judge, accidentally turn your mic on and say, Boy, I love this judge. She sure is awesome. Oh, did I have my mic on? That's the way to do it. Denise, and no swearing when you do. Denise, what's your quick take? Well, I think I want to make a lot of money, so I'm going to invest in a new app. It's going to be Zoom Wallpaper for Professionals. Ooh, I like it. So then you can be anywhere, and the wallpaper behind you will never give or disclose where you're Perfect. at. That's there we right. go. Well, thanks for joining us here on Radio Law Talk. Denise, Cal, thanks for being with me. Thank you. I'm Frederick Penny, your host. Join us every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time. Take us out. All right. Thanks again for turning on Radio Law Talk. And remember, we will post these episodes within the next day or two right up there at radiolawtalk.com. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your weekend. Happy Mother's Day. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Dr. Joel Wallach, veterinarian physician and founder of Longevity, and I want to talk about dementias. There's at least a dozen different dementias. Doctors call all of them Alzheimer's disease because when you look at the payout list, Alzheimer's disease pays the most. So no matter which of the 12 dementias you have, they're going to call it Alzheimer's disease. And there's no law that says you can't have two or three or five or eight or all 12. 
of the dementias. And so you have to get rid of all the bad stuff. No fried foods, no processed meats, no oils, no gluten, no wheat, brown, rhinos, no sugar. And then I want you to take one healthy brain and heart pack per 100 pounds of body weight. That's one healthy brain and heart pack per 100 pounds of body weight. I want you to take the ultimate niacin plus one of those twice a day. Our de-stress capsules, three of those twice a day. That's two bottles a month. Then I want you to take the ultimate daily classic tablets, three of those twice a day per 100 pounds of body weight in case you have vascular dementia. And don't forget those three eggs twice a day because, remember, 75% of your brain weight is cholesterol. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com.